0: Hello, and welcome back to No Screaming, episode 104. I'm Evan Gulbertson. And I'm Liz Smart. And we're watching all the horror movies currently available for streaming on the internet. So you don't have to. This week, we'll be talking about the 2018 horror film, The Ranger, written and directed by Jen Wexler, which comes to us from Shudder. We love Shudder. We love Shudder. Not sponsored by (laughs) Shudder. Not yet. So this is not a film that I'd ever heard of. No, me neither. This is Jen Wexler's debut, and... This is exactly what, in my mind, the like best case scenario for the roulette. This is why we do it as a roulette. Yeah. Because I would never have heard of this. No. It would get lost in the shuffle. Of sh- I mean, there's, there's timeless classics on Shudder that I haven't watched yet.
1: Right. You know? But there's a lot on there.
0: How would I know to find this,
1: which I quite liked? I'm glad you liked it. I think you liked it more than me. I think that it's not the best case scenario roulette choice for me but it's certainly mid like (laughs) i'm happier about it than i am sad and i'm very sad you're saying
0: that the ranger is mid
1: (laughs) i don't know what the real internet definition of mid is but it's mid for me yes i think i rated it three stars which is pretty mid that's above that's above the middle depends on what rating scale you're using
0: would you recommend that people
1: watch the ranger um as always it's a complicated question i think that if you're like scouring for um light lightish women directed horror than yes it's just it's you know there's a lot of incredible horror out there that people should be watching wouldn't you agree sure i think this is perfect like
0: summer slasher fare
1: i do agree that it's it's right in the Friday the 13th, kind of. The world. burning. Yeah. You
0: know, it's not a summer camp slasher movie, but it's about the woods. The
1: woods. Yeah. And like the beast within.
0: The beast within. Mm hmm. Getting ahead of yourself. So, should we talk about the plot of this movie? Sure. This movie's about a group of punks.
1: Very Return of the Living Dead.
0: Uh, kind of. Yeah. Uh, Chloe Levine plays Chelsea, who is our protagonist. Her friends are her boyfriend, Garth. Yes. Jerk
1: and Abe, mm-hmm. who are a gay couple. Boyfriends, thank God. And Amber. Who is not their friend, but sort of just gets kind of wrapped up in all of their drama because they steal her van. Yes. Why do they steal her van? Because they stab a cop. <laughs> and steal himself. Garth steal Garth uh, stabs a cop. Um, he's, you know, total balls to the wall, anti-establishment punk. Um, he's also selling, like drugs some sort of is it a hallucinogen
0: yeah called echo yeah it's, it's p- like a little bright pink
1: yeah so
0: i think this is emblematic of um the kind of punks they are the club that they're at they're doing drugs and fucking in the bathroom of just gets busted like it just gets raided yeah, a
1: normal bust
0: and they turn it into violence because they're just like yeah yeah Guard like is
1: like i really clearly like wants to kill cops like he's looking for any excuse right? yeah absolutely and they don't kill him no. They get like kind of close. She gets kind of close to being like, if I kill him, then we get to kind of get away scot-free because they get a really good description of both of them. But instead, she can't. They just, they go on the run. Yes,
0: on the run to Chelsea's family's cabin in the woods where they're going to hide out for a bit because...
1: Hiding from the police, yeah. what What is the other they're side fugitives. of this? This is, this
0: fugitives. They talk about this at one point that like... They're just going to hang out there for a while? Like, they're fucked.
1: Yeah, they're they're prolonging the inevitable.
0: Yeah, there's no other way out of this unless you're on the run forever.
1: Yeah, you could, like, flee the country, but how are they going to do that the in a cops van? cops
0: don't take, like, they don't accept this. No. Like, no, 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 no. You assault a cop, you're going down because the cops yeah. are a fucking mafia. Yeah.
1: And there is a little flashback we get in the beginning of the mm. movie um, of Chelsea's Possibly last time out here we sort of get that idea um, where she was involved in some sort of violence or something bad had happened. And this um, park ranger Mm -hmm. took her back to his house. The titular ranger? The titular ranger took her back to his house, gave her a sandwich, was really nice to her. And that's sort of like her, her, one of her memories of this place.
0: Yeah, she tells her friends that um, her family doesn't go up to the cabin anymore since... Her uncle died. Her uncle was ripped to shreds by wolves. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really gruesome. It's clearly a traumatic experience for Chelsea. Um, but they, when they go up and they run into the same park ranger mm-hmm. who is like, oh, wow, you came back. Like, Yeah, he's
1: really like, maybe a little too excited to see her. <laughs>
0: yeah i mean i think that this movie isn't pulling any punches um it's called the ranger yeah it's not
1: called the punks run away no you know um, he's the man he's, he's the guy he's the villain and he's like, psychosexually obsessed with her
0: yeah yeah
1: which is weird it's very he met weird. her when she was a child
0: but again i do think that that's it is selling that to you oh absolutely it is a slasher movie where the ranger does the slashing yes but um, they
1: start doing dumb city punk shit Where they like... Light fires. Light fires and they're littering and they're being... They're spray painting Nasty to the ranger and like...
0: Which is the worst to me, I think. The spray painting the trees. Yes.
1: Well, he's... Because he's a... The ranger is a real hard ass. He's really rude to them like right away because he doesn't like their whole city thing. But they quickly take it too far anyway. And even Chelsea is very upset with them. She's like, you can't just spray paint trees and like disrespect this area and smoke in my uncle's house and be Dicks and they're like grow up who cares leave us alone you're a you know wet blanket yeah which leads me to my first question we can get into this later if sure. you want to but like i this is when i was like how did she get involved with these people because up to this point we have seen Chelsea she has pink hair yep she wears a leather jacket that is really the only um like punkness That she shows in any kind of way. She does not drink with them. She does not do drugs with them. They're in a band together, we should also say. Eh, They're in the most vague idea of a band that I feel like a lot of young people have. Where they're like, wouldn't it be cool if we had a band? And that's about as far as it ever gets. (laughs) You know? Sure. I don't think any of them play instruments. The only time they talk about a song is actually, it's a very funny thing where they see a sign that says take nothing but photos leave nothing but footprints kill nothing but time yes and they're like what if we had a song that was like take nothing but photos leave nothing but footprints and like that's not that's not writing a song (laughs) that's just punks being like wouldn't it be fun if we did this but she doesn't seem to have any interest in music so she's not interested in the music aspect of like the punk are you negging her yes i am i'm uh, this is the thing when you have a group of friends in a movie and one of them is a wet blanket, it often makes sense if they're like high school friends. Sure. And it's like, oh, they all grew up now and they don't fit like they used to. She never exhibits any behaviors that would lead these people to be friends with her. And in fact, her boyfriend is like, you've always had a hard on for the establishment. And it's like, she What? She's a punk and she's your girlfriend, but she's always had a hard-on-for-authority figures. Like, I just don't get it. I don't understand, like, how she became part of this group. She I, – I know we're supposed to be on her side because, like, they're all terrible. And I, I, I agree with you that they're, like – they're not doing – they're not being nice. Yeah. But how did this – she's super annoying. Can
0: I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you feel like you're holding this to a higher standard than – I don't know – Friday the 13th, part four? That one specifically? <laughs> I don't know. Just picking one that you don't like, Um, famously.
1: I think that the better question would be, am I holding it to a higher standard than something I do like?
0: Well, the reason I ask is because I think that your question is totally valid. Why is she friends with these people?
1: And why are they friends with her?
0: But, but the goal is to get to the titular ranger. Oh, so you're saying
1: nothing else has to make sense as long as these that, teens I'm can get murdered? I'm saying that we
0: I, I totally concur. I completely agree. I don't
1: think this is a nitpick. I think that like, it's. I understand what you're saying. I actually don't think it's a nitpick because as we will get into later, I think there are, I have a punch up of this movie. I have a, Oh, okay. <laughs> there's a better ranger that lives in my head and we can talk about it later, but I think this is kind of like the first, at what? At the first point where I was like, okay, I'm ready to take this back to the drawing board and like give it a little, you know... Okay, I think
0: you're right. We can move on. I think you're right, but also these characters are here to be slaughtered by the ranger.
1: If that's all you care about, then sure. She
0: isn't. We'll talk about her arc. But like her friends are kind of just here to be shitty and then get murdered. Yes. Because they're teens in a slasher movie.
1: Yeah, I hear you. I actually do feel like in the Friday movies, I de-prioritize the ones that don't have like a group of people that i buy as friends well
0: they all have a work reason to be together well not always not but always in, in the early ones
1: not yes and a work reason is very good it's it's often better than a they friend work thing together you... at
0: the band they're in the <laughs> devioids together <laughs>
1: the non-existent band yeah right work. of course they're Sorry. Friends from work. Yeah. I forgot that they're in a band that they don't play music and have no songs and... I'm
0: sure that if they have facebook which is unclear but if they have facebook they all have like self-employed at the DevOids. oh for
1: sure 100 percent no question doesn't mean that doesn't mean reality but that's true speaking
0: of this film i think is trying to pull the it follows trick of being ambiguous about when it's set very much um, so like the 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 van is old they don't have like a lot of modern technology. They don't have
1: cell phones, which is like explicable based on their lifestyle, but also could mean that it takes place at an older time.
0: Yeah. And th- I mean, they're like they're like eighties style punks, late eighties, early nineties style punks with like the leather jackets and yeah. Um, well, I guess they're parts of them are like two thousand mall punk, but also the score is very John Carpenter like rip-off yes. the way that the disaster so, piece so score
1: follows, yeah. follows. So like and it's, like, it's the same kind of thing where it's like they've gone up to this cabin that looks like it's from the 70s, but like yeah. of course it does, because regardless of right. the time where they are, it's still a cabin from the 70s. So it, it's playing in like the way that a lot of things about nature are also timeless. And I
0: just want to say real quick that I, this is something that I like about the movie. I agree. Um, the ranger delivers a quip. We haven't even talked about the ranger's quips, but he says something to the effect of um, Harry S. Truman himself like,
1: made me a park
0: ranger. Made, like, entrusted me to take care of the forest. Yeah. And even if this is like 1981, that doesn't make any sense for the no, character's age. So, no. like, is he an immortal being? Like, yeah, where does unclear. he, where does he,
1: what time does he think he's in? <laughs> exactly. I like that. I, I think agree. that ambiguity,
0: without being explained, just adds atmosphere.
1: I agree. I thought it was uh not on purpose at first, but when he said that, it became very purposeful, and I love that.
0: Do you want to talk about how all of them die?
1: Um, we don't have to get into massive There's detail. It's very grisly.
0: Amber gets shot in the neck. head. Yeah. Or the neck. And then they drug her with drugs. Echo? Echo, I think.
1: Yeah, because you're not supposed to shoot it up. They say that specifically. It's that, too like, strong. It's too strong. But they're like, this will act like morphine for it her. Will, yeah, it through. will
0: like numb her. So she'll stop like screaming and crying. Mm-hmm. Um, She overdoses.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they're idiots. Uh... Then two of them, Chelsea and Garth, Garth, are going to go up to the tower. The Firewatch Tower. Yeah. Find I think a, she says, she, I don't know if she
0: says before she leaves or like when they get there, but she's like, Oh, I remember when I was here before when I was a kid, there was a radio. There was here. a radio. Right? So she remembers that. Um, and then Jerk goes to the, the convenience, convenience store. store. It's like, like two miles
1: away. He's going to run there where yeah, they, where yeah, they yeah. stopped on their way and they met the ranger there. Well,
0: his boyfriend stays with Amber, who is overdosing
1: overdosing but like still alive yeah like they could presumably kind of still save her if they can get an ambulance out here fast enough
0: the ranger pulls up quote unquote puts amber out of her misery by just blowing her away with a rifle
1: yeah of course he has like he has that that thing of like you gotta put animals out of their misery like you can't let them suffer like he's he's always saying lines like that like hunter you know isms and lines from his little ranger handbook He he talks only in those kind of aphorisms.
0: Goes to the convenience store.
1: Chops Jerk up with an Mm axe. Abe
0: runs away, gets caught in a bear trap. Yeah. Pulls his foot off. Well, the ranger says, if you get out of the bear trap, I'll let you go. Which he does. Which he does. And he lets him go. Mm -hmm. But then Um, then he finds Jerks. He quips about... uh, Disabled persons may enter next to the part at designated locations. locations. He's (laughs) so quippy. Nothing he says is actually laugh out loud funny. No, but but it's someone who's like, you know, that this ranger is aware of Freddy Krueger, so he's (laughs) trying to be Freddy Krueger. (laughs) Yeah, he
1: loves how violent he is. He's like enjoying it so much. But he's not funny. I actually think that's an interesting
0: like detail because he's it's all so deadpan because he's crazy. Yeah, right. Like I don't know. the actor uh jeremy holm plays the ranger plays it so straight that i think adds something different than if he was like mugging like robert england
1: yeah like like a little yeah yeah, like he's
0: not playing it silly but he's saying silly stuff and i think it gives this like But he's
1: really smug he's really proud of himself
0: this uncanny layer to it yeah right that it's like he's trying to be a slasher movie villain but he's not stylized enough i think it's really interesting it is interesting i wouldn't have thought about i wouldn't have thought that Well, because he's so crazy we'll get into how crazy he is yeah yeah yeah.
1: he's pretty crazy uh he then abe finds jerk uh cut in half yeah like his organs are like leading a little trail to him at the tree is that when he dies yeah does he just get chopped up no a wolf gets him oh the wolf gets him i was gonna say like how did the ranger kill him he promised he wouldn't but yes the wolf does he gets torn apart by wolves
0: Really smart, by the way, that um, in that sequence they just show you like the side of the wolf's head. They don't do like a CGI thing. They clearly no, didn't it's have a, like real, a real wolf have to attack him, and you know, like it, it's they it's just very like minimalist. A snarl
1: and a scream. Yeah, yeah, I think it's
0: it's a good solution to like a low budget, which this movie clearly is like. Yeah, I mean, and it
1: was set up before where they talk about like if we're there's out dangerous at night animals here, and if we smell like blood, like absolutely the wolves will get, will get absolutely, us. Absolutely, so yeah. it's a good setup and follow through of that.
0: Grant and Chelsea go to the ranger's cabin, which is next to the Firewatch Tower. The ranger comes in. Chelsea finds photos of herself as a little girl in the ranger's
1: cabin. It was also set up that they looked at a photo album of the uncles and they were like, where are all the pictures of Chelsea? It's so weird that there's none of her in here. And it turned out the ranger had clearly gone to the cabin, taken all the kid pics, left. Because he's a freak. He's a freak. He also has like bodies in his basement. Like he's presumably been kidnapping hikers for years like he says a lot of stuff like oh you know this mountain's really dangerous they're closing it up we never really get details about that but it's kind of i, I would assume that it's because like people consistently go missing on this yeah uh, <laughs> this mountain and who could be responsible but the park ranger
0: right shoots garth locks chelsea up in a kennel in his basement Puts on a wolf pelt and howls naked. He's, like, crawling around naked. Yeah,
1: talking to her. And is like,
0: welcome home, my love. My
1: love, yeah.
0: (laughs) Again, a freak. He drugs her with Echo, Mm -hmm. and then they have, like, a final showdown.
1: Yeah, it, like, moves from the cabin into the watchtower. Yeah, that's kind of the final uh, big part of it takes place in the, you know, part of that watchtower because she tips him over the...
0: Well, I actually think it's interesting. It is like really, really violent. This it movie is. has been violent, but like it's grisly. He's like choking her out, and then she gets the advantage and bashes his skull in with, oh, with binoculars.
1: Binoculars, and she has to do it so much. Yeah,
0: and then like he's still not dead, and that's when he pushes him. Um, he's like goading her, being like, "We're the same. Say it. Like acknowledge we're the same." And yeah. she does.
1: Oh, this is why. The whole time, right? She said that her uncle was killed by a wolf yeah and then we get a memory of her shooting him that they were practicing shooting a rifle together she was shooting bottles off a cliff he went to like put more bottles on and she accidentally shot him and that's what it was that the ranger was like covering up for her
0: uh cameo by the way her uncle who only appears in this flashback is larry fessenden (laughs) acclaimed horror filmmaker he made wendigo he uh appears in the video game until dawn He is uh, an indie horror
1: icon. It's very fun. He's in one shot of the movie. (laughs) Yeah, it's very fun. And um, Anyway, the ranger covered up for her. Well, We get get the sense it was an accident from her memory, but he is very much like you. I protected you. Well, like you lashed out in anger. You have rage and like the beast inside of you who just wants to kill, kill, kill. And we're the same and I just, I also want to do nothing but murder, say it, which is one of those classic fun horror movie villain things where you're like, I can't kill you now <laughs> because in doing so you will also win because you'll be right about me. Yeah. So well, it's, it's one of those classic kind of conundrums. Well,
0: she accepts it. And actually um, a little detail that I like is that she then quips at him upon killing him the take nothing but pictures, leave nothing but footprints, kill nothing but time. Yes. Uh, so now she's accepted her role as a quipping killer.
1: Yes, she. They, I mean, she she admits they are the same.
0: Yes, she does. As, as she's caving his face in with yeah. binoculars. Yeah, great, like great effect. I think that the.
1: Oh yeah, because she does it like.
0: It looks so it, good.
1: We know as people that it would it would take so long. Yeah. It's not like if you like when people do that in horror movies where they have something that's really heavy and they can really quickly kind of just cave someone's skull in. Like, it takes so long to murder someone, bash someone's brain with binoculars, and it takes that long in the movie. Yeah.
0: Anyway, she gets away. She's covered in blood. She's trying to, you know, get back to the road and get home. She runs into a wolf.
1: A real wolf. We get to see a real wolf. I love seeing real animals in movies. It, it, These days, it just thrills me to no end. They come face to face, and the wolf howls at her
0: in recognition, and then the movie ends.
1: hmm I love that ending. Great credit sequence and end credit sequence as well. The, they're, like, the punk music. very fun, um, really colorful graphics that I yeah. really
0: loved. I Okay, so... This is an 80-minute little slasher. It's
1: so short. It's, it's amazing so talking tight. about it.
0: But I really think that, like, the last act is what does it for me. The reveal that the ranger is just fucking buck wild nuts just over the, over the moon uh, to the point that he has kennels where he people in his basement and he is naked in a wolf pelt in his, like, just crawling around his house. And trying to groom new killers of because this psychosexual obsession with this girl from mm-hmm. twenty years ago. I think it's great. It gets really weird and uh freaky and nasty, and that's what it really turns for me. I agree with you that the the setup to this doesn't make much sense and it's no. a little thin, and then it doesn't matter because I get to see some good kills and it looks good. I don't know. I like this movie. And I'm it's glad the stuff like that it. won me over.
1: I'm glad you like it. I don't think you'll like my punch up.
0: What's your punch up?
1: My punch up is <laughs> much more complicated but it's also i'll just get into it my punch-up is that she in the beginning when she's telling all of her friends my uncle was killed by wolves what she actually tells them is that her uncle was shot accidentally because that's what she believes happened but that what actually happened is that she killed her uncle in cold blood that like as a little kid she was like already this like beast murderer killer of the woods Uh and then she was taken from the woods and, she, and then she manifested the ranger as, like, her protector who took care of her that day. Um, it's like a fantasy. Isn't a, she... Yeah, exactly. She, she manifested him as, like, this protector of the woods and of, like, this sacred place. But then, like, presumably she has parents, right? Yeah. Like, they took her away from the woods. They live in the city. They removed this bestial part of her. Mm-hmm. And she assimilated into, like, the city. And she becomes this little punk. Whatever she's got all these city thoughts and then when they have to you, you know you know how you have city thoughts um and then when they have to go back to the woods and all of her friends uh which it could i think what it could happen is that she is more like cool and fun and like fits in with them but then when they come into the woods that's when she like won't drink anymore won't smoke anymore won't um, like listen to the music anymore, like only wants to commune with nature and starts getting really angry with them for what they're doing. And it triggers in her this like feral rage. And she then manifests the ranger, not in reality, she's the one doing the killing, but she like believes that it's him. And so then... When she kills him, it's her, like, accepting that part of herself. That she's a serial killer? That she has been the killer all along. Wow. I think, I mean, like, I don't hate that. I think that it's, um, I feel like I've seen that movie. Sure. I think that's why it's, like, in my head. Is that, like, I I just think what I'm more interested in is that, like, when he is goading her and he's like, no, you're like me, you're a killer. We have gotten no sense of that throughout the movie.
0: No, it's just like a little bit of um, uh, the slow reveal of the flashbacks, adding more detail each time.
1: But we don't, but it's not because she'd killed him by accident. Even if this movie had had her kill him on purpose, that's at least something a little bit deeper. It being like, no, it was totally an accident. She did nothing wrong. I don't even think he really needed to protect her because a little child shooting someone by accident, you don't go to prison for that. It's like manslaughter at most, and they just—they don't send little kids to prison for accidentally shooting guns. Sure.
0: So that doesn't play – yes. Does that not play up to you, the weird obsession he has with her when she didn't need protecting in the first place?
1: Sure. But it doesn't make sense that then she's like, yes, I am a beast. I am a killer. That the wolf then does recognize her, like, as one of its own. Why? She killed the man who killed all of her friends. That's not like – to me, that's not like, oh, the beast. You know what I mean? I want her to be like actually savage. savage. Yes.
0: I hear you. <laughs> I just I I think that that's the that's the hour 40 version of this movie. Yes. This this
1: movie as we've said it's it's so short. It's very uncomplicated. There are no like real twists. Again, the twist from my uncle got killed by a wolf to I accidentally killed him is not like the biggest deal.
0: It is I mean oh sure. You're right. You're right. It's not the biggest deal. Her trauma about this that she's walking around with is clearly informing Not totally. to say it's about trauma it but like you know like that's
1: you know totally. It's just not it's not the trauma of um I am like a beast. You know what I mean? I hear you. It's just the trauma of like, yes, I accidentally did something terrible and I repressed it. Because she clearly loved her uncle so much. That's the trauma oh, yeah. of It's not like, oh my God, I'm this secret evil killer. It's like, oh, I did something horrible by accident to a man that I really loved. I'm not trying to undercut that. It's just that I, I think you. that like, there is a deeper version of this. I actually thought about it because of the kill nothing but time. Uh, mm-hmm. That's what she said. That's what she quips to him. But that has no meaning to me when she kills him. He is he's not time. He doesn't represent anything.
0: Again, to me, that's the um
1: Right. You just think it's like quipping. Yeah. I'm thinking it could be deeper. If she's killing nothing but time, in killing him, she is killing like the years of repression. Yeah. Like I again, this is just me. We've had this argument before of like, you know, I wanna talk about I want everything to be really thematic and representative and yeah, yeah. you know for there to be like symbols i don't hate that i think you think i was gonna
0: hate that i don't hate that
1: okay but you like what we got
0: i'm very happy with what we got i'm not even saying that i would like it less if if it was your punch-up i don't even know that i would like it less i just do feel like i have seen that mm-hmm. and so i could see myself groaning at the ending even if i liked it
1: yes because i th- that's the problem i think is that twists and horror movies are kind of played out at this point
0: yeah especially um, something like that where it's like the protagonist was the killer, you know?
1: Yes. Just, I think that it always works for me because I love an unreliable narrator.
0: I do think that edges into what we've talked about a lot on the podcast about um, mental illness stigma, though.
1: Sure, but I'm over that. I Mike Shyamalan cured me (laughs) of that problem. (laughs) Because again, I think it's actually, it's not... To me, and I understand why other people don't feel this way. To me, it's how you do it. hmm And it's why, like, and Mike Shyamalan gave me a, a new kind of mindset about it because I think more about, like, how... It, it, it's actually... It, it comes up a lot in a lot of things that I think we're also at the turning point of culture with, which is that, like... This is not related to this movie, oh. but just that... um. <laughs> As we start getting into things being good representation, right, what often happens is you can, like, infantilize that set of people. It's why I'm like, no, give me more evil bisexuals. Like, I know it's not good representation and it's not going to further the cause, but I don't care. I love an evil bisexual in a movie. So I'm mentally ill. Give me – I love the the evil mentally ill people. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I just think it's fun if it's not – as long as there aren't people watching it going like, "Wow, I think all mentally ill people are like that," but then it's their fault, not the fault of the movie. You know what I mean? I hear you.
0: I don't know. I like this movie. I uh, Jen Wexler has not directed another movie since. Um, I would like her to. She's. It seems like a primarily a producer. Mm, but yeah. I'd I I hope that she makes more movies because I agree.
1: I, I like the directing of this a lot. I, I think, think she did a lot. All with of the Chloe, kills are really well done. A all the tiny budget. The design is incredible. Of like. The drug and all of their costumes and mm. all the colors are just great. Her hair is so vibrant. She's pink Labine, hair.
0: It's great. Who plays Chelsea. I have never seen her before. She's in the OA, um, but I've never seen oh, yeah. that show. Uh, I think she's really good. I think that she... She is I'd good. like to see her in more. Are you ready to strip the city from your bones? <laughs> peel all the layers of your polluted existence away?
1: Oh my God. I love that, actually.
0: I love all the crazy shit he says. He does this, well, this yeah, stilt I, milk thing. I love
1: the I, the thing between the city and the woods. I think it's like a very fascinating dynamic. I get really like excited about thinking about, again, part of my punch up.
0: Yeah. How about you pull up that roulette and we see what we could find next.
1: I am pulling it
0: up. Our next movie will be...
1: Wishmaster. Oh boy. It's on Amazon Prime. I... This is a a kind of classic is it i don't know anything about it um it's 1997 right
0: yeah oh boy. oh boy i can't wait for this so this is this would have been perfect for spooky season which is year-round it's still happening um but this is the perfect halloween vibe movie this is a weird goofy dumb movie i am delighted that we're gonna cover on the podcast I can't wait i'm excited uh i would say if you are into monsters and dumb 90s slashers this is one you'll want to watch that's
1: my favorite
0: to the to the to our audience go check out wishmaster because this is uh a a masterpiece perhaps it is not uh fun as hell delightful i think so i hope you love it as
1: much as i do it's in my wheelhouse i love monsters and 90s slashers 90s slashers that's what we've discussed my bread and butter
0: yeah i can't wait
1: i'm super excited thank you roulette maybe
0: (laughs) (laughs) Again, I hope you like it as much as I do. Um, Our next movie will be Wishmaster. And until then, you can check us out on our website at NowScreaming.com.
1: And on Twitter and Facebook at NowScreaming.
0: Be sure to leave us a like and a review and a subscription on your podcatcher of choice. And tell your friends about the podcast. Please do. We love new friends.
1: Come talk to us on Twitter.
0: Thanks, as always, to Wes Craven. And to Larry Fessenden, an indie horror icon who just exudes horror energy just with his very presence he does but also happens to be a great director and ambassador for the genre
1: yeah we love indie horror
0: we sure do which this definitely is
1: yes i was gonna say genwex or call me i have script ideas
0: (laughs) oh my god can't (laughs) wait for that collab yeah until next time everybody stay
1: spooky stay spooky